0: The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Now, as we continue to look for ways to address our global climate crisis, sustainable fashion has been something we're hearing more and more about. And we've talked about it on this show as well in the past. So, how do you get your hands on pre-loved clothes? How do you make your wardrobe a little bit more sustainable? Well, two people who know all about it with me in studio: Ashling Byrne is the founder and CEO of New, and Rhoda McDonough is the founder of The Designer Room. And, Rhoda, I have to start with you. Am I right in thinking we're going to see some of your designs on the red carpet or some yeah. of your dresses? Yeah? Yes,
1: absolutely. Um, the beautiful Irish actress from Galway, Kate, who plays the role of Mam in the Quiet Girl, you know the first nominated Irish oh, movie and Colin ever. Coen, yes, yes. And Colin Clune. She will be um, in a designer room dress rental on the red carpet wow. this Sunday night. Yeah, so it's very exciting, and I feel super privileged to have like a dress rental on the red carpet so yeah how did that come about Kate um, got in touch with me before the BAFTAs actually and she rented a dress for the BAFTAs. There was a few of them from that Irish movie that came and they rented some dresses for the BAFTAs and then she was in touch saying that they're getting, um, they're heading over to LA and uh, have I got anything to dress her in. So um, we got a beautiful actually Irish designer as well who makes custom jewellery, uh, Blahine Ennis, and she matched the dress with a beautiful custom neckpiece as well. So she'll be all style on the red carpet. And also there's actually the producer's partner is wearing one another dress rental as well from Designer Room on the red carpet and another dress has gone over so there's three dresses the last one was for the Oscar Wilde party
0: Oh wow that was on last uh, night Yeah Yeah, So it's really, really good Oh that's brilliant Um, Tell me then a little bit about the company
1: so I started up in 2018 yeah. with the focus on rental um, and it was primarily really for the black tie market. So I'm really trying to make black tie dressing as easy for a lady as it is for a man to dress in his black tie suit. Um, I found that there was a gap in the market when I went, actually, I was going to a black tie wedding myself. And when I went into a certain shop, I said to myself, do I really want to be forking out another load of money on a dress? Can I not borrow it? So that's when I started doing my research into it. I found that, you know, there was something missing for ladies that really want to be dressed in fabulous gowns without having to pay the price of it. So my background is in financial and marketing. And uh, so I just said I'd take the leap and try it out. And I haven't looked back. It's really, really growing. Actually, I have to say, and it makes more sense really, rather than having another dress in the wardrobe that you mightn't wear ever again.
0: Uh, Ashlyn, tell me about your business.
1: So
2: I'm the founder of New, um, which is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. from Designer Room. It's very much focused on recirculating high street fashion and fast fashion. So it's a clothes swap app. It's essentially like a clothes swap that you'd go to in real life, but brought online. So you upload your clothes for every item that you upload. You get a coin and then you use that coin as your currency to take items from other people. And there's a 99 cent charge on each swap that happens on the platform. So it's really about um ensuring that the clothes that are in your wardrobe get a second life and that you can start building a more sustainable wardrobe in a really affordable way.
0: And how do you stop people just throwing up any old tat we have an it. approval
2: process. Okay, AI so is getting really advanced.
0: Kieran's dirty underwear can't be flogged. <laughs> <laughs> Not with anyone. Yeah, buy yeah. It. With the
2: help of technology, it gets a lot easier. Um, so we have a somewhat of a screening process that goes into it. And I mean, when you have a community-led platform as well, that kind of standard is is there. Um, a lot of those Gen Zers like know what you can kind of be putting up and can't be putting up. It can so kind of become well. self-policing
0: to a degree as exactly, well. Exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah. Um, but we do make it super easy. So when you upload, you can still go and spend your coin before someone takes you. Items it just takes any friction out of that kind of process of actually getting those pieces out and back into the world and
0: you mentioned gen zers there i mean that's the target audience is it
2: yeah like we generally look at like 16 to 35 is where we kind of have a, a bit of a sweet spot but it definitely is um for for everyone who wants to kind of join um so we've we've noticed that there's just like a broad range of people but i guess for us it's um for young people especially, it's that like they really want to be sustainable and they're very vocal about being sustainable, but the accessibility isn't necessarily there. So fast fashion is still the most accessible price-wise. It's the cheapest. Mm. Um, so it really is just a way to combat that and it resonates with them a lot.
0: And, and Rhoda, I mean, uh, the, the designer room... Uh, uh, I take from your description of the kind of the founding of the business was it was more about the kind of the costs and the ease Mm -hmm. uh, uh, of dressing compared to kind of your man next door who just throws on the tux. But sustainability probably feeds into it now, doesn't it? Oh,
1: much bigger. Yeah, absolutely. But I find so... I did look at advancing the technology side of business, but for my market, it's very much they need to come and try on the dress because it is for the special occasion. So it's a a different type of customer service that you're getting. But say when COVID did hit, I did have to relook and adapt my business because naturally the event market went. Mm. So I um, entered the pre-love market as well. So I now buy and sell. That you can put, you can upload your items on the outlet, and you can sell them, and everything comes through the Designer Room for quality check. But it'll be more on the higher end. So again, it'll be you know high end designers like Self Portrait, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all of that kind of stuff is what you can sell on that. Um, and that's actually a lovely. It's it complements the business. So you're you're buying and selling, but you also have the option of rental. But it is, I think, there's two different types of market, and I think the more focused you can be in in one type of market the better you can you can pivot as a bit and i then. mean
0: there has there's been a real mindset shift yeah. amongst the public hasn't there, there in is. terms of 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 sustainability and clothes choice
1: yeah and i feel even since before when i started i just jumped right into it saying ah sure everyone'll know about rental and you know 6 months in i wasn't converting anything online and i'm thinking here what's going on um and when i did do my research a lot of people didn't even wasn't aware that you could be renting out high you know black tie occasion dresses but since 2018 to now like even since last year the whole buzz of sustainability fashion and knowing what's available and knowing what options you have before you consider buying because we've gone into such a throw away shopping everything is so cheap let's mm. just buy and throw it away like we need to be more aware of how we shop and be more conscious and really ask ourselves do we, do we need this item is there better ways of shopping
0: uh, and uh, actually I mean the kind of the, uh, stack them high and sell them cheap Model, it still exists and there's still money to be made in it but I, I take it this this focus on sustainability and this changed mindset is something that people think is going to stick around this isn't just a fad I don't, you were you you know, this 30 under 30 Forbes this. I mean that's a huge <laughs> honour but they wouldn't be honouring somebody who's kind of just engaged in what might just be a passing fad
2: Absolutely I mean the resale market is poised to take over that of fast fashion like it should be three times as much in the next 10 years which is incredible and if you think about it expo- you get exponential amount of supply every single year from fresh clothes becoming pre-loved clothes the kind of year later. So that ability to be able to recirculate that and then profit in some way off of that and reduce your environmental impact over time is within that as well. But for me, it's like the entire system is definitely changing. You have fast fashion that at one point was, you know, relatively cheap has become ultra fast fashion. And so the kind of pricing of that is just a race to the bottom. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, people are starting to find that you get less value from your clothes because you don't, Think of them as an investment anymore. I think mm-hmm. that's something that's really happening, especially with younger people, and I think kind of everyone in general. It's like we do want to care about our clothes, and we do want them in some way to speak for us because you know they're our second skin, and and, yeah. and we wear them. And so, um, I think sustainability um, isn't just a trend, but it's a, a redesign of a system that has become quite archaic. And as that gets redesigned, I think it will be very difficult to kind of find ourselves going back to this buy, wear and dispose mentality, especially mm. when you have such a shift and such a diverse range of new business models as well. It's not this kind of one model fits yeah, all.
0: Yeah, I think we kind of reached the peak of it. We? About five or 10 years ago, people would be ordering stuff online and they just order extra uh, uh, yeah. with a view to maybe sending it back. Mm-hmm. And I often heard kind of friends of mine saying, I didn't bother sending it back. What was the point? It only yeah. cost about one or two euro anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's kind of remarkable in a way yeah. that that. But I think
2: a lot of people realised that as well during the pandemic, that they were shopping with nowhere to go And it became this kind of sense of anxiety as well, something that we heard come out of the woodwork that hadn't really been vocalised before. Um, And so that, I think, helps change... Why you buy and what your intention
0: is. Well, listen, congratulations on the inclusion on the 30 under 30 list Thank in you. Forbes. And uh, Rhoda, congratulations on the appearance at the Oscars this Thank weekend of so a few dresses from the business Thank as you. well. Rhoda is the founder of The Designer Room, and Ashley Byrne, founder and CEO of New NUW. And you can find both. Have a quick Google and you'll find both of them and apps and everything else you need to know about them. And all of that was with thanks to Square, helping businesses run and grow. See square.com. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Coddie. With Nissan. Weekdays from 4. On News Talk.